Welcome to another episode of Behind the Report. This one's a little bit outdated, but I would say better late than never. And this is one that I did a lot of work on leading up to it for a couple weeks, in fact. And I didn't go necessarily as far as I could have uh, with this story. And I'll explain what I mean. <clears throat> but let me lay let me lay down the the setting of, of the story and kind of how things played out because the story itself is the fact that Astralis, at least at that point in time, it, it wasn't known yet that they were going to add Yugi or even another player. And at the time of putting this out, so about two weeks ago, I published the story and it says Astralis is set to add at least one more player to their CSGO roster. That's the title. And it's in the description below if you haven't seen it. But at that time, we only knew that they had picked up Esetag and he was going to be the sixth man. Everyone's, everyone had been, all month long has been talking about how's the sixth man roster going to work? Is it a good idea? Will it be the new normal? There's a bunch of people that have different opinions about it, of course. And Esetag was the only person we knew about. Now, behind the scenes, I knew that it absolutely wasn't going to be the last player. And it could potentially, even as I speak right now, now that we know that they did add a seventh player, that it is possible they add another player, an eighth player, which brings up a bunch of questions, not only because Astralis themselves put out a public statement because they are publicly traded now, that everyone in the company, or at least all the employees, I don't know about everyone because I didn't, I didn't go through the statement with too much of a fine-tooth comb, but many people in the organization were taking a voluntary 30% pay cut due to the ongoing pandemic situation, which then leads everyone to wonder how are they going to pick up a seventh man and now in what could possibly become an eighth man eventually if they want to go that route. How is that even possible? And, so, and questions like that, I, I can't even answer at this point. I don't know how that's going to be possible. My only guess is that the amount of money that many of, uh, or I, sh I should say the S-Tag and, and Yugi are being paid is a fraction of what a lot of the guys who are on the starting lineup prior to when this all happened are getting paid. It just has to be. It, it doesn't add up. And I don't think, I mean, I've questioned certain things that this organization has done and some of the people who are in charge of it, but I don't think they would lie publicly about people taking a salary cut. That's just not something you would you would lie about. So I can only assume that the money they're paying these newer guys and maybe even an eighth guy should they pick them up in the future it's not even close in my opinion they've still been picking up sponsors they still had investment and all that so they do have help but that is the only way in my opinion that doing this even makes sense and you have to be even then even if you're not paying them that much it's still risky because if we get to a point in esports where things are even more inflated at some point, when the pandemic situations are, or when things are back to normal, when more investment comes in because esports and gaming is becoming more and more normal, more and more popular, let's say their starting players decide, okay, we took that pay cut, but now we want a pay increase. Um, and the guys who have been on the roster who are extra men, like the sixth and seventh and possibly eighth, eventually they might want a pay increase. They're going to have to be able to, to handle that. So there's, there's still so many questions about this scenario and we can go a bunch of different ways. And my, the idea of this series is not necessarily for me to go all the way into every branch and explore those. Maybe we'll do that in the future, but I don't want to get too far into it. I want to stick 
to talking about this report in particular. And when I mentioned that this story could have been more detailed, the reason why it could have been is I could have mentioned that the player that they were probably going to add, the seventh man, was likely going to somehow turn into either Esetag or that seventh player stepping in for Glaive. I could have said that. Um, it is something that had been mentioned to me for weeks leading up to it. At first, it started as he was getting benched, and I didn't quite believe that. Again, that's normally a rumor. Those are easily to get con- those are easy to get confused when it you play the game of telephone. And um, at that time, of course, I wouldn't have even felt comfortable reporting on it. And then more information came in that it was you know Glaive, in fact, wanting to step away because he felt so overwhelmed and burnt out. And I don't want to say I would never or have never reported something when someone is dealing with a health issue or is burnt out or is dealing with something. There's times where I don't necessarily know the reason, but it's so newsworthy that I have to just report that a player is leaving a team or, or something. But in this case, finding out that he was dealing with burnout and wanted to protect his mental health by stepping away for a while, there are just certain times where if I consider the idea of reporting something, I don't, I get a feeling that I don't want to take advantage of their situation, if that makes sense. I just respect the the players of this game too much to do that. A key example of this is when Olaf Meister was dealing, um, not when he was, sorry, I should say, not when he was dealing with his, his injury, but when he took a, a personal leave of absence, um, I had very, very credible information as to why he, he had done that. And I didn't, I didn't even tell people behind the scenes what I what I had heard, um, just because I respect people's privacy too much. And when you get on, you get into that area of nearing towards the outside the server and the personal life things. That's something I don't care to to publicize in any way, shape, or form. So yes, I could have said in here, Astralis is set to add at least one more player to the roster and this likely to replace Glaive. Sure, but it just didn't feel right, and there was a way to publish the story without doing that. And, and that's why I went this route. Um, of course, we did find out if, that they do end up picking up Yugi as their seventh player, and he steps in for for Glaive, and, and Magisk is given uh, it a go in game leading, which they've had they've had mixed results, but some decent results nonetheless since making that move. And Glaive will be back without a doubt. He he will be back and better than ever. Um, one of the best, or if not the best, Counter Strike and game leader of all time. Um, you could definitely make that ar- argument, not only for the achievements, but the longevity and just the constant innovation. And I mean, you can't really mention him without mentioning Zonic as well, but Glaive is, uh, is one of the best and he'll be back. Absolutely. So all in all with this, I just wanted to highlight that this is not the end of this story of adding replacement players. Astralis want to be able, is what it's been explained to me, they want to be able to, at any point, if a player doesn't want to attend an event or someone wants to take some time away, they want to be able to have a player that can step in for any role on the team. Which, in my opinion, is why they picked up Yugi, because if Device wants to take a step, you know, a step back or not attend as many events, when Glaive comes back, Yugi's going to take over for for device now i'm in agreement with many people who 
didn't like the idea of bringing Yugi in just because of how much he's failed to live up to his potential over the years. But that's the idea they're going with. And that's what's been explained to me, whether you agree with that or not. That's, that's the idea of this, of this transition is to always have someone who can step in at any point and fill a role and have practice doing so. Now that brings up tons of questions about how are you going to have a map pool that you can trust and believe in and expect nothing to change or results not to dip when you move one to two guys out of the roster at any given point. In my opinion, that's that's too many balls to juggle. But if there's any team or any group of people in Counter-Strike that could pull this off, it's them. And I commend them for at least giving it a go and giving it a try. Because if they didn't, uh, it'd be a long time till someone else. They've constantly innovated. So... With their track record, you just have to you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. They at least have somewhat of an idea of what they're doing here. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but I still commend them for trying. So with that said, keep an eye out on possible report in the future about them adding another player, but then it's just as likely that they stop here, I've been told. So it could be a number of things. I know it's two weeks late. But again, if you made it this far in the video, I appreciate you taking the time to tune in to this series. This is one of my favorite series to do by far. I've really enjoyed it. Got a few in the pipeline. You've seen what people think about it, how I feel doing it. It's just so much less of a chore. It's something that I know, obviously, because I reported on it. And I, I can't think of a series that I've enjoyed doing more. Uh, than this. So it's going to continue. It's going to continue. I'm going to try to do it as, as often as I can for as many reports that feel like they're worth discussing and have information in there that wasn't necessarily fleshed out in, in the report because you can't do that every time. So I like to have this conversation in that way. You get more of an insight. You get more of an inside look into what went on behind the scenes, what could come in the future. And what might have happened that you weren't aware of. It's a good way to fill in the gaps. So thank you for watching. Let me know what you think. I'll see you guys in the next episode.